0: Hello, and welcome to Flourish, a podcast for the University of Queensland student political scene brought to you by the Semper Florate team. Uh, my name is Rowan Evans. I am the current chief editor of Semper, uh, and I'll let my two co-hosts introduce themselves.
1: Um, I'm Maddie Taylor, I'm a current criminology student, perpetual worker of two years in student politics, soon to be actually involved. <laughs> uh,
2: and I'm Sam, I'm doing my honours in bioinformatics, uh, and I was treasurer of the UK Union in 2018. And now we're going to be talking about this year's uh, student election.
0: Yeah, so uh, as many people are probably aware, uh, the focus uh, incumbent ticket has split this year. Um, and so we're going to do a little bit of an a, a, a attempt at some trivia, trying to work out <laughs> who knows what about uh, the focus split so far. Uh, uh, Sam, what do you know? Uh, not very much, apart from like the names
2: and yeah. I guess the factions are involved in each yeah. of the groups uh, but yeah I, I've been super out of the loop this year so yeah. I'm not sure if I'm the, the best person to ask. Maddy how
0: into it are you?
1: Um, I, I mean as, as I have introduced myself I um, have been lurking for a couple of years um, so essentially focus was the um, the incumbent ticket of um, labor right and um, the EQLNC I suppose mm. and then we had momentum last year which was um, labor left uh, so essentially this year, focus has split for whatever reason um, in we I don't think, I'm not sure if any of us are...
2: So maybe like before we go into that, like, can you just like
0: give us a brief background on like what do you mean by like Labour right and whatnot? <laughs> okay, so uh, as most people are probably aware, there are two major parties in Australia. <laughs> one is the Labour Party and the other one is the Liberal Party. Uh, Or the Liberal Liberal Nationals. nationals. Excuse me. There is a third party called the National Party at the federal level, which is like rules in coalition at the moment. Anyway, Uh, so uh, within the Labor Party, there are two factions: that is, the Labor Left faction and the Labor Right faction. Uh, And then, uh, so for instance, the current opposition leader Anthony Albanese is a member of the Labor Left faction. The previous one, Bill Shorten, was a member of Labor Right. And like these factions represent like ideology yeah right. so uh left-wing politics
2: is uh so, so like like what kind of things would like labor left believe in that's different from labor right
0: yeah so labor left is uh has a lot more i'm actually not 100 uh, percent up on this but uh, labor left is more about things like uh social issues labor right is more about industrial issues
1: yep. yeah i i agree with that analysis <laughs> yeah
0: broadly speaking everybody agrees within the labor party that like labor or sh- uh, labor should be paid a fair wage um yeah and then in the liberal party you have we have again two factions one is the moderates and the other one is the Delcons, which is short for uh, delusional conservatives
1: <laughs>
0: yeah. so from 2017 up until this year there had been a grouping of labor right and the uh, liberal moderates uh, and they were together uh, running as focus and so they ran the union for the past two years uh, and the, this year, Labour right has split and gone back to Labour left. And the moderates have put up a ticket with a large grouping of independents uh, and have continued to operate without the delusional conservatives.
1: <laughs>
2: yeah, so I, I guess like I, I held elected like, positions in the union.
0: Yeah, so I, I, I ran under focus hmm. uh, when I was a... Uh, and so did I, uh, this year I am, elect- I am already <laughs> duly elected to the position of Semper Editor, uh, having been uh, nominated by both tickets guys what do you think the end of an era the focus era <sighs> so um i guess we'll get into like what what focus has done yeah so i think the the sad thing is that we're, we're losing the ticket that sort of made a name for itself by defending the chanel theater um
2: maybe the issues that they were more interested in were less partisan yeah because i think they like like by having people from both labor and liberals uh they kind of they made it so that the only thing that they were able to actually like achieve were the things that they had in common, which are, in general, just like student-specific ideas yeah. and not just wider cultural wars kind of like concepts. Yeah. So
0: that, was, that was my theory. Yeah, I think the other thing that Focus really did was sort of focus on uh, on clubs, in a way, that yeah, I don't for think sure. other people had done in the past. So yeah. uh, a lot of the funding that previously might have been spent on Union-run events was instead spent was instead given to clubs for clubs to run their own events. Yeah, I think that was a really good initiative that focus sort of started, I guess, or if not started, at least uh, funded in a particularly interesting way.
1: Yeah, I suppose like the fear from that going forward is that maybe we will return to lib labor cultural wars. Maybe. Yeah,
0: um, I have a feeling that we. Look, if, I I doubt if a Liberal ticket ever got in that it would openly try to run no. certain things. Although certain, I don't know. That's an I, interesting question. I can like mm. it, when Liberal tickets
2: get in, they just try to like hold really big parties. And that's like, really, <laughs> yeah.
1: Thirteen hundred dollar buses to Toowoomba. Hmm.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. In my life, in my first year, the um, the Liberal ticket fresh ran uh, buses out to Dreamworld.
1: Nice. Yeah.
0: Um, but and then they also. So it was like a big party out at Dreamworld, where there was like a lot of alcohol at Dreamworld, but then there was also, because the buses were running late, they started feeding people alcohol while they were still on campus. Ah, and then damn. the buses ended up being very late. People ended up like vomiting very. on the buses. <laughs> wow. And then uh, the bus company, after dropping people off at Dreamworld, decided to like say, screw you to the union. Uh, and not and pick not, them up. Yeah, and not bring people back.
1: Huh. Oh Christ.
0: Yeah, so um, yeah. <laughs> Sounds like an epic day, though. <laughs>
1: yeah, Here's <very epic laughs> why this is a good yeah. thing.
2: <laughs> I'm just surprised, like, so Dream World just allows them
0: to... Yeah, it was like a nighttime party, basically. I see. Yeah. So I guess Dream World isn't typically open at night. Uh, yeah. Wow. Yeah. So that was a... I guess that's a one way that they might run it. Um, I think... But yeah, I, I don't think anybody runs open campaigns. I think... No. Uh, at least... I, I, I admit that I wasn't actually there for a lot of the fresh era. Mm-hmm. Uh, but during the reform era, I think there were a few campaigns that were like very labor centric. Yeah. Uh, so for instance, you they had a big to do about penalty rates. Yeah. And then there was yeah. another one about, I think the, the labor left faction when they were in, were big on uh, same sex marriage equality.
1: Naturally. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, uh, but then the labor right wasn't so much. So I think if you look at, if you look back at reforms, resignation post in 2017, uh they sort of call out labor right for not doing much on that
1: okay
0: uh, so yeah how do you guys feel about that
1: it's kind of kind of before my time in stupid yeah it's just kind, kind of, of yeah i yeah. guess the
0: question is like are you prepared for a culture wherein people try to push political campaigns on campus
2: so i remember a thing from that time so uh i was a i was a second year when focus uh started so yep. i guess i was only really there for one year of, mm-hmm. like, between-party campaigns. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and I remember, like, they were, like, way bigger uh, mm. because I guess it was much more competitive. Yeah. Uh, because, because of Focus just taking everyone in the middle. Yeah. Uh, the only other, like, opposition or, I guess, the fringes. Yeah. Uh, so uh, when they were, like, between the two major parties, the campaigns, like, yeah, I guess they were, like, a, a lot bigger. And, like, they tended to, I feel like there were a lot more people, like, out on the ground... Mm -hmm. Uh, and it was a bit more fierce uh, Mm -hmm. back then but I do remember that like you'd ask anyone like hey like is this like in any way politically affiliated uh and everyone would say no no we're all independent students trying to do our own thing yeah Yeah. um
0: and like I, I don't know yeah I think the thing to keep in mind about all of this is that like when you are somebody that is interested in politics it is likely that you are a going to be a member of a political party and B just going to run for the student union, right? Because it's something that is actually relevant to something you want to do later in life. I think Mm. the people like the the hacks sometimes get a bad rap. It's not necessarily the case that it's a bad thing.
1: Yeah. Mm. Like maybe, like maybe they'll kind of put a little bit more commitment into their positions rather than just like treating it as a resume padding because you know, Mm. maybe they're passionate about politics in general and maybe they will actually get stuff done. I think there are benefits to having hacks.
0: That's true and even if it is resume padding i think the the example i always go to is that like look if it was some kind of massive like big-scale engineering project where people like had cranes going on campus all the time and like you know pulling uh things here and there and building buildings uh and and it was like a completely student-led project Mm -hmm. i don't think people would get that angry if it was about if it was like mostly engineers getting involved yeah but i think it's just because it's student politicians getting involved that people get angry for some reason
1: yeah Yeah. that's
2: a fair point yeah Well, like, I guess one of the criticisms I had for this kind of system Mm. is that, like, I guess, like, a lot of the, I'm not sure the best way to say it, but, like, price signals or, like, the rewards or consequences for Mm. doing, like, a good job or a bad job uh, are usually, like, reflected in, like, your involvement in, like, the larger, like, political party. For example, Mm. the reason why you might get selected to be a candidate might be because, like, you're a really, really good Labour campaigner or a really, really good Liberal campaigner. And not necessarily because of your service to students up until this point. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so like, I, I, in which case, like when you get into your job, like you're not necessarily, like you're put there by students who voted for you, yeah. uh, but like your like rise to that position was because of like your work for the party and not necessarily your experience at UQ.
0: Yeah. I think that uh, there are certainly notable exceptions to that. Uh, so when somebody is like very good at doing yeah. certain things, then they will get put into a position. So for instance, I use myself as a very humble example uh, of somebody who was doing quite good journalism on, on, on the student political spectrum. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and they decided to throw me into both teams. Right. So they like both yeah. tickets asked me to join the, their, their ticket. Uh, yeah. And I signed up and I think those are, those are some of the notable examples. I think Cayenne actually is actually a good example as well. Yeah, for sure. Although he is somebody that is a member of the Labour Party. Yeah. Uh, he was sort of picked as an independent pick. Yeah. yeah.
1: Um, I've, you know, same things happen to me. Not that I'm going for any like kind of particularly noteworthy position, like only council. But you know, I'm like on three tickets. <laughs> for wow, some reason, okay. I've never. Uh, yeah, I am on both major tickets and um progress, which yeah. is I suppose a little bit more of an an indie ticket. Um, yeah. but yeah, I I don't know. Um, I've never sort of aligned myself with Labour or the LMP particularly. So I think it's I think it's kind of I decided to sort of spread myself out a little bit and like you know i i was you know put on the i was put on the real ticket after i was put on the empower ticket and yeah it's, it's just the way the cookie crumbles okay, it's yeah. interesting to see how it's going to pan out
2: oh yeah speaking of this we should go into this election mm. yeah yep. so um yeah so what do we know about why focus split
1: <laughs> different on what i uh, <laughs> don't know
0: so i think there's a couple of y- things going on i think one is that like it's kind of an embarrassment for the labor party to have a, a rogue yeah. faction working with the liberals instead of with the other half of the labor party yeah and that, that makes a lot of sense yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, and then the other reason is that uh it is personally quite good for the people that are currently in labor right to be the ones to remove themselves from the liberal party and move over back to the labor left party mm-hmm. so there is like personal incentive for them to do it so, what do you mean by personal incentive? As in, uh, for instance, everybody that is involved in Labor Right right now, yeah, can claim as a victory that they undid Focus, basically, in a way. In the yeah. same way that, like, to an extent, the people that created the Focus deal are are you know, heroes in their own right, uh, and like can claim that as a big deal for themselves. Uh, mm. The people who also removed Labor Right from working with the Liberals and working with Labor Left instead, mm-hmm. uh, especially if they win the election, yeah. Uh, they can say that they did a, a great job in removing the rules from the union. So you're saying that like,
2: if you're like a, a Labour operator, mm-hmm. you would have gotten lots of clout for
0: breaking off with Labour left and joining the Liberals to make focus? I'm not sure that you would get clout uh, in Labour circles, but yeah. you would certainly get some kind of uh, clout uh, in, a, in a broader sense. Or like proving your deal-making
2: capacity yeah, and stuff like, like that. that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, like an then, epic
1: left and right of politics alliance yeah. sort of thing. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a bipartisan like, l- l- Yeah, like let's come together and um, change things we yeah. care about. Like Joe Biden style. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh, but then uh, now, so splitting up focus and rejoining like Labour right with Labour left, mm-hmm. uh, they'll get lots of clout within Labour circles for, I guess, yeah. destroying this like impure... Something like that. Yeah. 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 Okay. One of the things about how focus works or how coalitions generally work uh, in student politics is that they'll have an agreement about which faction gets which position each year. Yeah. Uh, So one year it'll be like labor left gets president and labor right gets secretary. And then the next year they'll swap. Yeah. Right. And then they'll do that for all the other positions just to make sure that like the factions are like even and equal. And that no particular group gets a lot of control. So, this would have been like the case in focus. Yeah. Uh, do you think one of the reasons why they split this year is because I guess they were unhappy with the position
0: that they were like getting? Yeah, I don't think so. So, if you think about it, right, um, in that deal, you're always got half your team, like half your faction is going to be involved in the deal, basically. Mm-hmm. So, okay. uh, so, the top nine uh, will generally have always have half labor right, half liberal. And then uh, if Labour right switches from being with the Liberals to being with Labour left, they still get that same half of people, uh, the same half of the spots, basically. Yeah, I see. Uh, So I think in that instance, it's probably not to do with that. I think it is just an instance of Labour wanting to, like, preferring to work with itself rather than working with the Liberals.
2: Okay, uh, so now that I guess we've talked about, like, why they
0: split, so what's happening with Rio? Like, who are they? Uh, what do they want to do okay so real if you ask them they'll tell you that they're mostly independents with a couple of liberals <laughs> which is broadly correct i think uh, uh you know, there's a lot of there's a lot of tell, like tales being told mm. basically the, the the it is largely orchestrated i think by the liberals um yep. and then uh, and there is there is definitely a significant number of independents uh, yep. but the people pulling the strings so to speak Will be the liberals
1: certainly the liberal national club yeah. and its current executive yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah
0: and when i say pulling the strings it's not really a nefarious thing it's just uh it's just a case of it's libs being the people that are the actual people that are well versed in politics yeah. Uh, yeah and they're running alongside a bunch of people that are also independents yeah so uh, by okay. independence what do you mean people who are not factionally or who are not aligned with either of the major political parties but instead they are uh Just people who are heavily involved in clubs and societies, and people who are just well known around campus. Yeah. Yeah. So, how did you get involved in? I guess
1: I don't. I think I suppose I had kind of a sudden urge to actually like stop liking and get myself involved. I suppose like it's um, like for once, like I, I I don't know. I feel like like fiercely independent in a way. Like I've kind of been asked to join. Both Labor and LNP in the past, as well as the Greens, and I, I never have, and I think that's kind of to my advantage in a way. And I, I think I sort of felt that like maybe I could bring like sort of some legitimate advocacy to council because I'm not actually aligned, and you know I will sort of, um, I will sort of vote against the party I end up sort of sitting under if if I feel that you know if I feel that I need to. So yeah, and like yeah.
2: the parties are fine with that. Because, like, I, I can I mean, imagine if you're a party boss, you just want, like, robots yeah. who essentially just follow
1: yes, what you say. Yes, so, no, yep. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah I, I mean, I don't know if they are fine with that, but, you know, they've put me up and, you know, I'm running as an independent, so that's going to have to be okay. <laughs> I think...
0: Yeah. I actually don't think that people... I don't think that the parties want to have robots, in a sense. Like, I think yeah. they, they are always expecting that people have their own opinions and they yeah. sort of yeah. work around that. So there's there's always somebody who's, like the person that's in charge of like whipping the votes in terms of, you know, they might take Maddie out to coffee and they'll tell her, like, why these things are actually quite good and why there's, like, motions that are coming up that are, you know, really good for the union, really bad for the union, bad for mm-hmm. students, against mm-hmm. Maddie's ideology. Yeah. Uh, and, and then Maddie will, like, you know, have to make up her own mind and yeah. they'll probably be quite persp- persuasive. Yeah. And then people on the other side will come to her and say, hey, actually, like, you know, yeah. exactly the same but different, you know. Uh, yeah. Uh, so I think there's always, you know, people are always willing to work with people who have, you know, individual thought. Otherwise that you don't have, it is always, in my opinion, people with individual thought are usually the the more interesting ones and the ones that are more likely to get elected.
1: I think this Mm -hmm. kind of is why this discussion is like really important because I think a lot of sort of the general student populace is under the impression that like all student politicians are like the same as federal politicians. Like they may or may not necessarily care about, um, sort of student voice and they're just kind of there to pad their resumes or, um, you know, just just get a bit of clout. Yeah, 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 exactly. But um, I think we're kind of proving through this that that's not necessarily the case.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah, I
1: think that's
2: true. But, like, would you say that's the majority of people who are running for positions?
1: No, I'm saying that the general student population might be under the impression that student politicians are like that. But I think it's important to sort of break down that.
2: So do you think the reality though is like do you think the general student populace
0: is wrong with that impression?
1: I think they're wrong. I yeah. Think, yeah I, I I would challenge that. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I think that the people who are put up in, in big wig positions are generally, you know, forward thinking people who actually think for themselves. Yeah. Uh, and there are a couple of people who might surround them. I, I think to get involved in a political party you probably think that your your opinion is worth something. Yeah. Uh, and so for those kinds of people are more likely to get positions. And then if you are somebody that sort of hangs on a bit, maybe you get put in a, a council position and you're not you know, a, as highly thought of in those senses. But but the political parties are always willing to, like they have to be able to work with multiple different opinions and, and make sure that they all work together. Uh, so I, I, just, I don't think that there is like a, a mindless group of automatons running student <laughs> politics. Basically. Yeah,
2: yeah. So like, do you think that, I guess, the student politics sphere and like how the politics of like uq students works do you think that like quite closely mirrors like real politics in
0: terms of like how people interact and why people do it well real politics is bigger of course I mean, so so you have more room for people to not be that interested so for instance you uh so for instance in the house of representatives in australia you'll have people who are backbenchers who are quite happy being backbenchers and are just there to represent Their local community yeah Uh, whereas you don't necessarily get that at least not anymore because we've removed faculty representation on council yeah Uh, so yeah it used to be that I think that there is a probably not as good an analogy between student politics and and big politics because
2: so like when it had like faculty representation yeah like health students whatever usually weren't like for example like super ambitious like they didn't want to be president they were like yeah I'm just here to represent my crew
0: I mean, I don't think that's like what happened in practice. I think maybe once upon upon a time it did when the union was first founded. Uh, But uh, basically the way that the faculty representation turned out was that it was more of a hindrance to actually getting people elected in a sense. So so you wouldn't necessarily elect people just because you knew them in your faculty or whatever, it would end up being that they were a a political hack Uh, and then the faculty representation basically, you'd have no more than three people from each faculty. Yeah. Right? So, what would happen is that two would go to one major party and the other would go to the other major party. Um,
2: so, it just m- makes for some like awkward splits.
0: Yeah, so faculty representation ended up just making it so that, yeah, yeah. it was just a weird split in the, in the, how you group people basically. Yeah. Well, anyway, I think on to our final topic, Yeah. Uh,
2: which I guess is probably the, First slash second scandal. So I guess if you count the focus split as like yeah. the first big event of this election, mm. yeah, and this would probably be the second big event of this election, which is the what's happening with the electoral tribunal right yeah. now. Maddie, can yeah. you catch up
0: us on us up on that?
1: Maybe. Um, <laughs> well, I, I think basically.
0: So, uh, as explained before, there are members of the Liberal Party who are not in, uh, like, in, currently enfranchised in the major political parties. So at the moment, you have real which has the mods and then you have the Delcons, which are not currently aligned with either party. Um, yeah. uh, and they usually run micro tickets. Yeah. Um, so one of the micro parties has, uh, instead of... Actually, we haven't even talked about the micro parties yet. Yeah. So the micro parties are, people might be familiar with Revive and Smoker's Rights. Yeah. Um, so the same people that were involved in that last year, this year uh, registered five different ticket names. And all of them have been used at um, other campuses. Sorry, what do you mean by five different ticket names? Uh, So to register a group in the election. So in the same way that uh, uh, Empower Your UQU and Real for UQU have both registered as tickets. um, You to register those names, you have to submit a form that reserves that name. And makes it so that nobody else can steal it from so you in So like a future copyright years. kind of like patent kind of thing? Yeah, it's just so that in the future, for the next 10 years, nobody can use that name without yeah. your permission. Okay. Uh, so um, one of the micro parties, which is only running for council, has put up five tickets. Um, all with different names that have been used at different campuses across Australia. Okay. Uh, and one of those was Together, which is the same name that the Empower Group originally registered under. Oh. Uh, so the returning officer allowed them to resubmit a nomination after nominations had closed. Uh, and the electoral tribunal met last night to decide whether that was actually something the returning officer was allowed to do.
1: So, yeah, the original... The, the reason why the electoral tribunal happened in the first place and the whole scandal happened was because there were two tickets submitted with the same name. Yes. Like one of the micro tickets has the same name that they originally submitted under. So generally that would, that would knock the the last ticket to submit out like altogether. Yeah. Um but they have been allowed to resubmit which technically goes against regs regulations.
0: Yes. So there is no provision in the regulations for the returning office to reopen nominations. Yeah. 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 Wait, so what why do people submit five tickets? Uh,
1: well, to do exactly this basically. So it's, <laughs> to, it's just yeah. to make this happen to knock to knock a major ticket out completely. Yeah. So so the major Competing yeah. ticket would be uncontested.
0: So basically, the, the name Focus has been used at many campuses across Australia. Yeah. Uh, because it is a name that is, you know, uh, it means something to the labor. Anyway. Party, right. So so for that reason, people reuse those names, and so it is reasonable to suspect that people will use other names. I see. So this uh, individual just yes. went and looked through all those like other
2: possible names that yep. labor groups yep. around camp like around Australia like to use. Yeah. And submitted. registered
0: all of them like yeah. to like get those names protected. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and actually, names sometimes crossover between Labour and Liberals, and like oh, yeah, Liberals yeah, sure, will sometimes sure. use Labour names, Um So yeah, they've they've registered five micro parties with, and do they have teams. people running? Yeah, so they have six on people, six councillors on each on, on each. each of them. Are yeah. they six different people
2: each time? Uh no, or? they're all the same. <laughs> okay. They're same. in different countries. <laughs> right, so essentially, we just have no protections against like because yep. I, if I'm correct, this is kind of what
0: happened. Like in 2012 or 19 or something? Uh, well, so in 2012 it was different because in 2012 they had um, actually changed the rules in the same year. So yeah. nobody really could have suspected it. Um, but like functionally, they registered the name before the other party yeah, uh, and made it like very difficult for them to run. Yes. And in 2012 also they were like, uh, I don't think the RO... Well, Anyway, that's a different story. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, sure. So it is slightly different in 2012. But in 2012, they did find that there was no reason to allow them to resubmit a name. Okay. Mm -hmm. So, like, I guess speculation. Actually, hang on. Let me me rephrase that. In 2012, they did not find that there was grounds to punish the ticket for using that name. Mm. Yeah, for, like, submitting, like, those names first. Yes. Yeah, yeah. And so, the, this is slightly different because in that case the returning officer did not reopen yeah yeah the nominations in 2012. so this is just the
2: thing that has to happen in uq student politics like if you want to register a new group you have to just hope that no one's gonna like well, put a protection on it
0: first it doesn't have to happen i think that the regulations probably need to be changed okay in that yep, the regulations sure. probably should allow you to name your ticket after you've submitted it yeah okay Because
1: it's it sort it sort of doesn't make sense to sort of allow tickets to undermine other tickets like just through simple like simple (laughs) ticket names (laughs) and then have like one ticket tanked completely because of like you know what is essentially a formality yeah yeah
0: Yeah. 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 but I mean in that sense there's probably nothing else that a micro party can really do
1: (laughs) yeah yeah yeah
0: I know when
2: I first told my friend about this like who's he's not involved in student politics at all he was like oh it's already getting nasty, and yeah. I think like for people in the student politics world, like they're probably just thinking like, ah, oh, they pulled it old, like one of those again. Um, yeah. But I think for a lot of like other people, they're like, oh, that's really unfair.
1: Yeah.
2: Like ah, oh, why do yeah. you guys do this to each other? Well, I think a couple of people are upset about
0: it, and they're like labor- on the oh well, side of, course, of course, like because yeah. naturally.
1: Yeah.
2: Yeah. Uh, so then I guess another question is like, uh, well, anyway, I think that might be it for this week that's the end of this podcast um guys what have you learned today um, i know i guess <laughs> got a better idea of what was happening behind that focus split yeah. yeah and like actually i didn't really know this um electoral tribunal thing how yeah. about you
0: rowan um look i learned about a lot about uh kai's, kai's uh you know world
1: yeah agreed yeah. yeah i'm i wasn't super aware of the advocacy network and now i am so that's yeah. fine
0: always good yeah. yep uh, and I learned a lot about the great discounts available at Johnny's discount shit-sheeting uh, so true yeah yeah <laughs> yeah uh, so yeah uh, so to conclude um, if anybody has uh, you know wonderful stories that they'd like to share with us uh,
2: uh, yeah, I guess about the world of UQ student politics
0: Yep. Um, any
1: tea? <laughs>
0: yeah. If you've got any tea, uh, send it over to semper at uqu.com.au. Yeah, and we'd be happy for an interview. Yep. Or message the Semper Variate Facebook page, uh, and we'd be happy to get in touch.
2: Yeah. Uh, apart from that, sponsors, if you'd like to hit us up, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. that would be great as well. Oh, please. Yeah. All right. Uh, we also accept donations. <laughs>
0: yeah, absolutely. All right. Uh, until next time, thank you very much.
2: Okay.
0: Bye. Thanks.
1: Yeah. And keep campaigning.
2: Okay, we need a better like catch line. And we need a
0: theme song. Yeah.
1: Oh god. So hang on,
0: should we actually do a finish a final sign off? Maybe we should. Okay, yeah, we Until should. Until next time, thank you and keep campaigning. Yeah. And wear
1: sunscreen.
0: Thanks and good night. Okay. Until next time, thank you, keep campaigning and wear sunscreen.